action. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Becoming CEO AF podcast. I'm your host, Kemba Garcia. I'm your co-host, Amanda Bell. And today, we have Coach Mercedes back with us. This is her um, second episode on the podcast with us. Yes. So thanks, sister, for being back on the podcast. One, coaching, crushing life with us at CEO AF. Two, and now being on this beautiful journey that we're on to just spread agape to the entire world, yes. raising the vibration of the planet. I'm so grateful. Together, uh, Mercedes has, so she's gonna be speaking at the summit that we have coming up. We're hosting our first ever CEOAF summit, October 23rd and 24th, 23rd and 24th. And Mercedes is one of our keynote speakers and she is gonna be talking about human design. Yes, I'm actually gonna throw in some things of just generally of like how we can market ourselves to as like in our energy for that. our business right I love that yeah. Mercedes so bring in so if you're new to CEO AF we have some friends on TikTok that are going to be coming What's over up? and checking out our podcast here so if you're new to our podcast what we talk about here is life business and spirituality and really that's what we not only what we talk about here but it's what we practice it's what we do it's what we find consistency in and through that, we have been creating some safe containers and some safe spaces to bring together the same modalities that we all have gotten consistent in our practice with, right? So for the last few years, it's really been about coaching people and we're doing a lot of talking, right? We're doing a yeah. lot of guiding, a lot of talking, a lot of moving through it. And recently we were all led to, let's start to create some space where we don't just, we don't just tell, but we show. Like show, don't tell. This is show yeah. and tell now right <laughs> so <laughs> to be bringing together these spaces now one our summit but also our salina women's event that we have coming up at the end of the month our yoga event that we're doing tonight um, but today we wanted to reflect with you guys a little bit over an experience that we just got back from which was the ceo af experience retreat in Playa del carmen mexico mercedes and her mm -hmm. husband philip joined us so in this podcast, we're going to be diving into a little bit of what are, what are these spaces, right? Like what happens in these spaces? What can we expect if you come be in our energy in person, right? It's one thing to listen to the podcast and we're grateful and we appreciate you. We're grateful and appreciate those of you guys that follow us and engage on social media. We also really like to be able to hug you in person and yeah. to be able to lay our hands on you in person and to be able to do some of this energy and healing work truly in person, right? So that's what we're really grateful um, about this and, and diving in. So before the podcast, we have just been having all kinds of fun talking about <laughs> some of this story. Much. So it's like, where do you guys want to start with Mexico, right? Yeah. I Let's start with the culture of what it brings. I'll start Ooh, I there because I, I think it um, reminds us as business owners too, uh, a big importance because we live in a society here in America where we're going and we're gunning and we're doing and we're moving and we're, you know, executing all the time. And we do it in a way, I think, I think of it like traffic, right? There's a lot of, their traffic over there is completely different. Here, there's a lot of frustration, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of tension, there's people like, you know, getting verbally with each other, they're yelling at, they're flipping each other off, right? And then over there in Mexico, it's a completely, there is traffic and they make a two lane, a six lane, right? But <laughs> they, do. they do it with love and they do it in a way that there's no frustration. We're all here just trying to flow and go and create and move and, and do it too, right? And so I really think 
what Mexico brought back is <clears throat> the peace where we can just pause and really see that there's love in life and celebration in life and that we can move through it because there's people going to work in the rain and they're smiling on their mopeds. Oh yeah. Okay. And they're grateful to just have that moped to get to work. Right. Yes. And then so often here as business owners, we take everything and we consume it with our daily, daily mm. things and it bleeds into every aspect of our life. So then we're creating all this lack and this frustration, which is a beautiful thing that we teach that at CEO, why we meditate and why we come to these places is to be able to be in center so that we are a higher level perspective of the things and the situations that are coming at us, all the balls that are being thrown at us in business and in life, that we can handle them with clarity and with calmness and mm -hmm. with certainty, right? I love that. And it is wild, you guys, because like Mercedes was saying, I was just telling my son last night, because I, I always inform them of when I'm about to go out of town again or when I'm going to be home, when I'm not going to be home. So I was sharing with Camden last night um, around the island in the kitchen. I'm getting ready to go back to Mexico, all the things, and next Wednesday, right? And so he was like, uh, what for? And I was like, well, you know, work, the fun stuff. And yeah. he's like, all right, well, you're supposed to be taking me to work pretty soon. And I'm like, well, that's going to be fun, Camden. I said, the culture there is very different but one of the things I was he said how my son is 16 and he asked me how's the culture different there and I told him I said well for instance when uh when we're in America and we drive on the roads here and we honk at somebody there's usually like a middle finger that goes up with it which isn't super flattering at all and makes us all feel a certain way including the person who threw it up <laughs> yeah. but in Mexico their honks are friendly honks to let mopeds know I'm moving lanes yeah. They're mm -hmm. not meant to uh, disturb you or throw you out of whack. So if you're driving around like a madman honking, right. they're going to be super confused because, like, we heard you. You're moving lanes. Yeah. yeah. You. Like, the mopeds <laughs> heard you. And I just – and Camden just thought that was the funniest thing ever um, and, and, and said that he feels like – he literally looked at me with his little head nod and goes, I feel like I could get down with that. Yeah. I think so too, Camden. And we can bring it back to America. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. In Mexico, they do just flow. So that's what we see in the American culture that we don't find there is that sense of flow and not so much of scheduling ourselves down to that minute, right? Yeah. I think that's why when we get in traffic in America, if you're three minutes late to your eight o'clock appointment, you're a total jackass, right? Right. Over there, so you're honking and you're cutting people off and you're being a jackass on your way to go not look like a jackass, right? right. And that's kind of the hamster wheel that we get ourselves in. Over there, it's just yeah. more chill, man. If you show up a couple minutes late and you're like, hey, I got stuck in traffic, everybody understands that that happens, that that's a thing. That's also a thing that I noticed on our Dominican retreat recently. So I've been joking around that we have American time, we have Dominican time, and we have Mexican time. <laughs> Dominican time is about three to four minutes for every one American minute. I would say Mexico is two to three, uh, right? With even yeah. down to the service, right? Like you may not, you're gonna get great food, it may not come out as quick. Right. <laughs> They're back there cooking it. Uh, you may get stuck in traffic, your commute may take a few extra minutes, but nobody there gets concerned about that everybody's a lot more just grateful to be alive consumed in the energy and the space yeah. of truly living an authentic present moment life and i think that's one of the things that we notice over there that we've all fallen in love with is the ability to just be to be in the moment to be grateful in the moment to not have this high pressure of the the time and the hustle and the bustle of what we call entrepreneurship in america today and that truly bleeds into, I think, everything that they mm -hmm. that they do over there is really 
just more about today and in the moment. Success isn't necessarily defined off of how much money do you have. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite things about Mexican culture is first, everybody's people and we all have a soul and we all connect that soul to the nature and we're all one and that's first. Yeah. Now, everything that we do on top of that is on top of that when it comes to business and and so that's why we've had such a great experience getting a business in Mexico going this year was because people over there genuinely believe in collaborations. Mm -hmm. They believe in doing good business the ethical way. And it's the, the Mexican family tradition that's yeah. there. If your family, if you're in our family, your family, that's business, that's life, that's, yeah. that's all of the things. And, th and that's how we run it at CEO AF too, is once you're in the family, we're doing life together, baby. We're like this it. isn't about you're about to go over there and struggle on your own. I don't think so. Right. Like you have a family and that's, that's really what I love about the Mexican culture myself is that that collaboration of community where it's mm -hmm. like, if I have, you have, and if you have, I have, because we truly all bring that together yes. and we're seeing that in the world. That's part of our mission right now is truly coming, coming back to one, I, coming back to the community. Is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That is what it is in I Mexico on the spirituality side of things that's where we see them out advancing America. At least the part of Mexico we hang out. We haven't discovered all of Mexico. So when we say Mexico, Playa del Carmen, between Cancun and Tulum, that Yucatan Peninsula area, a higher vibration. I think Mercedes worded it perfectly when you said the veil is thinner here. Yeah. That's how you word it. The veil is thinner here. And we truly can connect to our divinity there because there's nature, because there's magical cenotes, because there's jungle, because there's beach, because there's That's beautiful awesome, culture yeah. and music and love. And, and it is all one there. And they is. understand that. And, mm -hmm. and I want to fall back on something you said a moment ago, Kimba, when you said that, um, that that's also what CEOAF is about is coming together as one. So don't go sit over there and think you're going to struggle alone, sister. We're, we're doing this together now. We're in it for life. Um, I think that's a beautiful part about, because that is a thin line. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we all know what the C player can look like in life and what the A player can look like in life. And I say that with the most loving of hearts because there's no right or wrong or hierarchy to it. It's do you want to create your own personal heaven on earth or your own personal hell on earth because you have the choice to do either. Yep. Just know that we're with you for life and we create the safe containers that we were talking about earlier through our other events, which is the Solani event, mm -hmm. yes. your awakening journey, where it is a safe place to come and release and heal and open up to the beautiful souls that are coming out to help with their modalities and guiding you through what that healing process looks like, where you don't have to go share it on social media. You don't have to call your high school friends who truly don't, they're probably excited you're going through something, right? You've all been there. Yeah. Um, you don't have to call every family member and bash your spouses or your coworkers or your anything mm -hmm. because you have a place and a community that understands what it is to be one. Mm -hmm. I think we should tell them more about yeah. My Awakening Journey. Yeah, and I wanna say My Awakening Journey, it is a space that you talk about like reaching out to people. A lot of the healing modalities, modalities that are within this space, you don't even have to communicate. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing is like through our breath, my, we have a beautiful friend. Her name is Jenny and she does facilitate, she facilitates breath work too. Um, and I love the way that she words this. She says, our breath is our inner pharmacy. Okay. And it really is because it's healing for the body. It's healing for the mind. It can really put you in a place where you you are energy. Like, mm -hmm. you know, your body starts to feel like energy. And through some of my journeys, um, I do 90 minute breath work journeys 
and these are journeys that we go on and yeah, these are is. what we are experiencing in the in these spaces and so it's meant to get get into that theta state right so that we can go through and and really release and i love it because there's screams there's activation right and so you're really coming at it with it's masculine because you're doing but it's in a feminine way where you release mm -hmm. and there's like nothing because you you can laugh like i've seen people laugh hysterically i've seen people cry i've seen people scream yeah and it's the most liberating thing for them it is it's like whatever feels right for you in that moment yes and that's i was just smiling so hard today because we have a group coming out to the yoga the yoga event that we have tonight it's going to be yoga and sound bowls right so super excited so to be leading people through this, but I'm like, to just create a place, where else can you come just dance or scream or cry? And we're like, and just yeah. be supported and open and loving. I, that's been one of the things that I've been really with myself is I'm like, Kim, if you feel like dancing, girl, just dance. Yeah. Like, just get it I was out. doing that yesterday. Woo! I was like, my you energy, I, I had my headphones on in my office and I closed my doors oh. and my kids and my husband walked in a few times and I was like, like, get yeah, <laughs> I was in my own zone, but you really just have to sometimes because it just feels good and we've got to move that energy and that's what the breath work does is it, it takes that stagnant energy that we have emotionally stored in our body mm -hmm. and to be able to release it in a way of not having to talk through it, not having to communicate our feelings, right? And I think that's beautiful because not everybody knows how to even communicate what they feel. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. For so many people to go to a traditional therapy or counselor and okay, tell me how you feel. I don't know. Yeah. I just know that it's energy sort of in my body. I yeah. know that I have these tight places from stress that I'm always mm -hmm. carrying around or the thing that happened that I don't even remember that happened as a child that's still right. stuck in my, con my subconscious mind that's affecting my behaviors in ways that I may not necessarily love or that don't right. serve me moving forward. We don't have to put all that into English. Right? We're just able to start to move. And that's what we do with all the modalities at our events. Breath work, yeah. the feminine embodied dancing that yes. I love. I love Mercedes leading us through it. feminine embodied dancing. I'm like, oh, I can embody this feminine. She's going to be doing it tonight. Woo! We're going to dance at yoga tonight. It's going to be yes. so beautiful. But then to mix that with the sound bowls and yes. through yoga. And that's what I love about it because you will find a modality that works for you if you show up with an open heart. You will. Between all the things we have people that communicate with the universe and read cards. We have people that lead through breath work, through meditation, through yoga, through sound baths, and then just through general energy work, because we practice that, like right. moving energy, being able to feel energy. And it energy is scientifically measurable, right? So that was the biggest thing. If we could back up, I'm like, I feel like we're supposed to be reflecting on Mexico, but we'll just <laughs> flow with it however it comes out. But for me and my journey, um, I come from the background of Christianity, right. right? And so that was always my norm growing up was, for lack of better words, that was the box. That was the modality box that I grew up knowing God through, and I'm mm -hmm. grateful for that. As I started understanding that God was so much bigger than the box that I was putting it in, exactly. and that's a me thing, it's not anything against any religion or anything else, but I because of my own views of Christianity was putting God into this box. And once I was able to let God out of the box, I'm like, God works with people in so many amazing ways oh, yes. and for what feels right and connects to your soul the best. And when we get in these places where there's no judgment, there's no limitations, there's no expectations, and we just let 
that energy and spirit move. It's, it's really beautiful. But for me, that was a little bit hard to understand before I understood the science of energy. And that's why my stuff, you don't know this about me, I'm currently studying metaphysical science through the University of Sedona. I'm pursuing my PhD there. And it's because I truly feel so passionate about helping people understand the science behind energy. Why is breath work so important? It's not just this hippy-dippy bullshit that sounds really great to sit around and talk about, but there's science behind the law of attraction. There's science around measurable energy. So when I say that we can feel energy, we can feel when somebody's, and we've been practicing, when Mm -hmm. somebody's carrying heavy energy, when somebody has light energy, and we love, I know I, and I'll speak for myself, but I know y'all do too, but we love getting in those spaces and helping facilitate moving that around for whatever feels best for that person. That's why I love guiding people. Amanda gave me the best compliment this morning. She said, I love when you guide us through yoga, Kimba. We always leave feeling great, rejuvenated, released. And she said, it's really because of the way that you guide it, the way that you have so much compassion when you're walking people through that. And it made me think, I'm like, that truly is the reason why I love it, is I love being able to walk people through releasing energy that does not serve them out of their body. It's such an amazing thing. Yeah, and what it does is it brings it to to full circle for that person to really experience humanity at its fullest for themselves. Yes. And I think that that's what the really big mission is here and what we do. And... Um, what we bring for all of these things because there's so many blockages and you can say that you you're not fearful of anything but it's like even if you say well that's just not me I'm just not that type of person well why that is a type of fear right because it's like I'm I'm choosing not to be that type of person out of what right and so there's always something to work through and for me and my journey I grew up just like you like you know Mm -hmm. Christian background Um, and I love to be able to read through the parables, right? Because there's hidden messages in the Bible and in the way Jesus spoke in itself. And I love to be able to read through that. And for me, it is so much bigger and we have so much that we do get to create. And the masters Mm -hmm. that walk this earth showed us that. And it's it's so, we like to consume ourselves with um, things that are not of us. And so it comes to, a place where we really have to break down every paradigm that we've been conditioned to believe within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what these these modalities do. It takes everything off and it strips away so that you can find, it's not about becoming anything new, it's about finding and shredding who you are and who you want to develop, right? I love that, Mercedes, because that's what I say. It's, it's more about unlearning things than it yes. is about learning new things, yes. right? We're unlearning the human condition that we've been taught over throughout, I mean, for me, 34 years by now, right? right? Conditioning from society, from family members, from all with, we would hope, great intentions, right? But that's what I love is that we create these spaces where people get to break down and find what is true for you, Mm -hmm. what is true for your soul, and how does God connect with that? And that's what's so beautiful. So on Mexico, we did a lot of modalities around that in Mexico together. The Mayans tradition. Yeah. So I was going to say, so which which one do y'all think was the most moving? So we had, um, to catch you guys up, we did a meditation with a gong that was super powerful to just have. What was that, an hour-long meditation we did with the... With Tehran in the yoga in the, st- in yeah. the yoga studio with the, the drum, with the, was that what it was? An hour or two. Yeah, it was. 
I don't even know. Yeah, it was, it was, but that one was really, um, I thought that one, the whole group got a lot of depth out of that experience and then Tame a Skull. The Tame a Skull was fun. Yes, I did enjoy even that Even the Cenote meditation. So that vibration on my neck from the sound bowls in the water. In the water. Oh, yes. it was wild. And it was the energy in the space, the atmosphere that with the energy beautiful. in the space. Mm-hmm. That was really good. So that was the first one. So we should start there. So we walk into the Cenote. And cenotes are, so when the asteroids hit that killed the dinosaurs, it creates all, it created all these underground caves and tunnels. And then when the ice age melted, all that water went in there and it's still there today. So it's freezing. It's freezing. (laughs) It's so cold. She does ice baths all the time and she's even saying that it's cold, right? I hate cold water. I hate it so much. But I got in there for the experience and Mercedes was so great because I'm like, Mercedes, help me breathe because I'll just freeze and stop breathing. So I'm like, <laughs> Mercedes, I need my prana. Remind me. So we're breathing through it, but it was so beautiful because we walked in and um, our practitioners had, we had a few practitioners that were there. One of them was Mayan. We had Tarong there, but he had his full setup with the candles and the sage and the pillows for us to be comfortable. And we did a meditation and then we got into the water and we did another meditation in there with the sound bowl. So if you can just imagine the water vibrating around you, that, and these vibrations start to unlock that energy that's in our body because we are vibration. So back to science, okay, let's say we're all made out of atoms and these atoms are made up of matter and energy. And that matter and energy just vibrates. That's what a cell is. It's what a molecule is, which is what our cells are made of, right? We're just vibrating all the time. So when you have, so that's what the sound bowls do, is they start to activate different levels of vibration within our bodies that start to release energy. Um, and, and usually lower vibrational energy that doesn't serve us, this vibration is, is bringing it all out. So that's what you feel going on in the water, is this beautiful vibration of love and release and that was really special. And then the physical challenge of swimming as far as we did in that cold water yeah. and then having that beautiful experience of getting to do the the um, exfoliant with the natural minerals that was deep in the cenote, that that was a really powerful one. I did sure. love that. I loved it very much. Um, and I did feel the... Um, in the meditation, though, in the, in the water, when you're vibrating, you really are... It's almost like you're at a concert that's super loud. Yeah. And it's vi- like your whole body is, your whole being is vibrating. And the water around you. And the around you is yeah. vibrating. So yeah. you are actively, physically like moving and not even meaning to move. And plus you're in water, so it's like flowy, right? Yeah. And in that though, I was so calm and like just at a place where I think every meditation that I did while I was there, I almost came out of body and I was in such a place where I was just empty. Yeah, I had no thought. Every single one of mine was that way. Yes. Me too. Mm-hmm. That's why when I finally, the very last one in the jungle, I was like, these are the best. Yes. Like, yeah. because I, I didn't fall asleep. I didn't, right. you know what I mean? Like, yep. sometimes I'll meditate and I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, did you go anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened? I'm like, I think so. I crushed it, Amanda. Yeah. Um, but in his, it was just like so, yes. there was nothing else there. Yeah. Wherever. Which was blissful. And oh, it was I great. It. Just such it a... was, I think that's, I think that feeling is that ineffable feeling of enlightenment. I think that's yeah. where it's yeah. not good, it's not bad, it's not better, it's not worse, it's not here, it's not there, it just is. It just is, yeah. It's the pause between the ebb and the flow, between the yin and the yang, 
It's the Tao, it's the center, it's the place of all being. That's where people start to heal their bodies, like with disease, you know? Yes. And we all fell there every single time, every single time. And in one of them, in the jungle, when we were at the, um, at the condo, Uh um, I, my intentions went into repairing the DNA and then I felt so strongly, I felt like a force, like everybody's force. And I was like, okay, God spirit, I see you. We're all getting repaired. Okay. So we're all going into this and I'm holding this space for us all. And it really felt really good because now that I'm back home and you know, I'm doing every, I'm really releasing things that I wasn't even aware that I was holding on to. And, and I do this work all the time. I do the yeah. shadow work. And that's the beautiful thing is that who we are is just a moving target, right? So it's yeah. constantly evolving. We're constantly growing and becoming aware of things within ourselves to expand. And, yep. and that's what we're here to do is to renew humanity altogether. Oh, the, the mind, yeah, the is. consciousness of it, right? Yes. So. And that's. Sorry, go ahead, sister. I was about to say. And that's also what we're going to be doing tonight if you live in Texas. TikTok yeah. and DFW Texas. We're going to be doing that exact meditation with Kimba Sound Bowls tonight and talk about. And I'm not, I'm not one. Just so you guys know, if you don't know, my name's Amanda Bell. <laughs> I uh, negotiate for home deals all day, every day. So I am not one to, um, to just pet your feathers and make. You feel <laughs> like it's just not in me. She's not. Know? I'll confirm. <laughs> but I'm also not going to talk down. I'm just going to let it be what it's going to be. But let me tell you what, if you've got something great that maybe I feel like discussing with you, I'm going to let you know how beautiful it is and how great it is for everybody in the space. So you can continue to offer that to other people and make yeah. them feel that way. Cause I know in return, it makes you feel so whole and Kimba Garcia and Mercedes Davis can dance us and meditate us and yoga us all the way through some serious things and make it feel pleasant the entire way. Okay, the entire way. So if you live in the Metroplex, I would love to see you out there tonight. Shoot me a message in TikTok and I'll get it to you. But also if you don't, we have an event in Salina, Texas. I want to share this with them really quickly. Yeah. Salina, Texas at the end of the month um, in September. It's the last weekend in September. And it is a three-day overnight retreat with women only at this one. And it is going to be beautiful. Your lodging is included. Your meals are included. Um, You you really just need to show up with whatever backpack. Keep it simple is what we all learned in Mexico that you want to show up with. And we're going to be tapping into nature and becoming one with ourselves and the nature around us through the guidance of these beautiful souls. So I'm pumped for that. Now, men... Don't feel like we're leaving you out by any means. Please know that we have another Mexico retreat doing exactly these things that we're talking about. We've only made it to two of the events that we did while we were there. All inclusive in February of 2024. There's only about 15 spots open for both of these trips. So if you need to go secure yours, you can put a $500 deposit down and they're both all inclusive outside of travel to get there, right? If you're flying in or you're driving in and the men loved Mexico. So we had so. your husband, my husband, we had Jose. So we did have some males on the retreat with us. So let's dive into, I think Tama Skull was probably the most masculine thing that we yeah, did, right? Yeah. So I'm excited for some And they were scared the most, but spoke up the most in there. I know, they, they did. did. They let their fear known. 
So we do love working with women, right? We love empowering women, but we also love bringing these modalities to men. Mm -hmm. A lot of the coaching agencies out there, if you will, for especially in the entrepreneur space are kind of that, um, you know, grouch yourself in the mirror and do it no matter how you feel and... Thank you, sister. And that's not the way that we that we go into coaching, right? We're, we're really about aligning, healing, being at your center. And so I love how well the men are taking on to some of these things and that we do get to include y'all in Mexico. So Tay Mescal, this is the one that scared the boys, right? Like yeah. scared the men. And I don't know if y'all have seen Mercedes and I's husband. Chris is the same but stayed back this trip, right? Because he was working. But Robbie or Philip are not, I mean, they're masculine. Like, we hit the gym every day. We're like, don't fuck around with us. Like, men, right? Like, they're they like, like oh, what does Cheryl call them? Bodyguards. Like, bodyguards. The bodyguards. Yeah, they're like, yeah. they got the tattoos and the biceps and the <laughs> yeah. beards. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and so we go into, so Tame Skull is a Mayan sweat hut. I love when we're like, it's kind of like a sauna, but I'm not going to lie to you. It's not like a sauna. At it all. is not like a sauna at all. <laughs> it's more like a Mayan sweat hut, <laughs> which is Create exactly what it is. That. Yeah, like whatever you pictured was perfect. Yeah, whatever you think about a Mayan sweat hut, that is 100% perfect. Um, and that's what it is. So it's like a clay dome and you go inside of there. And then they create, there's a space cut out in the middle. So when you crawl in there, and you can't stand up. Like, we're not tall people, but we still have to sit down. So you crawl in there, you crawl all the way around, and you're in a clay hut. And so now there's a circle of us. In the middle of the circle, there's this hole. And this hole is so that they can put this volcanic rock. So they've been heating up this volcanic rock that gets 546 degrees outside. And then they use this pitchfork and they literally roll this hot ass stone into the middle of this thing and the, the hunt starts heating up, right? And there's this little thing of water over there that has these different incense in it, super beautiful. But I remember when the door first closed. So they close you in there. We did two doors. Traditional Tama Skull is four, but since we were all newbies, we did two. Um, and so they put us in there and then they shut the door. We'll, the goal is to not break the circle. If one person leaves, it breaks the circle for the whole group, right? So you're like okay. trying to not be the person to break the circle. <laughs> so the door starts closing. And I remember when the door started closing, I prepared myself for the space. I prepared myself for the heat. I did not prepare myself for the darkness. Me like neither. through all the times I asked people, what should we prepare for for Tame Skull? Nobody told me it's so fucking dark in there, Kimba. It's going to be unreal. <laughs> And I'm not scared of the dark, right? Like when I close my eyes, it's like, but then when you open your eyes, it was like even darker. No, it but when wild. you're inside a cave and you can't get out, it feels not just dark, but claustrophobic. It almost is like, all right, I'm dead. I'm in the coffin. It That's did. That's really what it felt like. Like they closed the door to my very own coffin and I was like, huh, here we are. I was not <laughs> prepared for this. I remember seeing the door. There was like this little, so they slide this wood door over and I saw this little bitty sliver of light around the outside and I remember going if that's the light you got Kim Garcia you will be grateful for that light you will like, stare at that light in. yeah I'll that's fine yeah. <laughs> and then they put the door tighter and all the light went away like I was like okay you just lost I remember thinking you just lost your last light girl <laughs> <laughs> the men did too in that moment though oh they did so you can feel everybody's energy gets a little shaken up yeah. and the practitioner guy's like 
is anybody claustrophobic? And as soon as the men had the permission, they're like, the permission, if you will, right? They're like, is anybody claustrophobic? You got Robbie and Philip going, oh, yeah, we are. Almost like. We need out. Yeah, yeah. like almost like somebody was going to do something about yeah. their claustrophobic. Like, we are. We're claustrophobic. And he did such a great job. He's like, well, the beautiful part is you can get out. The door's not locked. So if you absolutely have to get out, you can. And we can start to create this space inside of ourselves. So I did. That's when I started going inside. And I was really able to get back to that place we were talking about between the ebb and the flow and the place yes. where everything just is and it's not good or bad. It just exists. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think Mercedes in that moment was like, if everybody can breathe. Yeah. yeah. Your Mercedes was, was walking like, us through it. Yeah. You're right. Well, I have actually been wanting to do um, a dark, like, um, like a blackout. A blackout where you I go and like that. do it for like a, a few days. I would love that. Um, and so this was my little test and I absolutely loved it. And my husband, you know, he's huge. He's six four. Yeah. I'm five five and a half, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just, the five five was big, but you had another half. <laughs> and so I'm like, Just breathe. Like, and just, and he just started breathing heavy. And so he's a big man and he's breathing heavy, which tells everybody else around him that it's okay to breathe. And so yeah. we all get in this flow. And then when we're sitting there though, and everybody's doing good and we're walking through everything, it was such a clean sweat. Oh. I will say oh, that. it was. It was 100%. such a clean sweat. But I was also sitting in that space just being like, for one, like, I feel so spacious. Yeah. In this space, even though I know there's people right here, I've got, I've got the bowl of water, like the herbs of water were sitting right beside me. I was like, I'm not even moving, but I feel so expansive in the same breath. And I just sat in that and I was like, this is so cool. And then, you know, he said, um, because my eyes were still open, but he does have a point to where if you close your eyes, that's like when we connect. And that's why we close our eyes and we meditate and everything like that. But whenever I was able to open my eyes and really just bask in it, I was like, this is so cool. Like, this is so cool because this is the, this is the feeling that we should have when we're connected to source is the expansion that we can be expansive. We can grow, we can create, and it's just aligning to that, right? hundred percent. Being in harmony with that. And it comes to our health. It comes to, I am the great I am, you know, what we tell ourselves. Yep. And it comes to actually celebrating life. That was the big thing that Mexico told me to was to celebrate, let the inner child out, like be fun and being able to stay in that state of mind. We can walk through things that are heavy and that are challenging. Right. But it's like, I'm celebrating and I am so grateful because this is not even it. And we've all walked through things that have been very painful. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? And so when we go through those things, especially for me, the one that really awoken me up, like waking me up was life is so short Mm -hmm. and I want to honor my life every day as much as I possibly can moving through that. And that's what the point of it all is, is you're here to do something. Like, what is it? Get out of your own way. And when we can take these spaces and do that and feel like, and you can do the hard thing. That's the biggest thing that I got from Tamis Goss. I'm like, Kimba, you did that girl. Like you just did the hard things. He threw that water on that fire. I don't know if I told you this, but that noise, that noise. It scared you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what was that? Because there was no notice. There was no notice. He just throws the water on the fire. And it comes like at you. And the steam starts coming at you. And you're like, oh, my God. But I stayed calm through that. 
And I did, in that moment, I was really coming back. When we get back to our mission and, and what we're doing with the world and what we believe the shift that the world is in right now and that we're seeing and in our economy and our culture and our politics and in everything that has to do with what we used to find stability in, right? right? Like in our medical system and our politics and our educational system, like all that over the last few years, we've been seeing it was a bunch of smoke screens and a bunch of bullshit. And we really had a lot of weight in those things. So when we're sitting in Tamascal, I was, I'm like, man, I am in a place with the most beautiful souls. I'm connected mm -hmm. to the most beautiful souls. I'm here with people that will remind me to breathe. Yeah. I'm here with people that will encourage me that we do have space, so we will get out of here. And then when we got out, um, you know, we, we kneeled down. They opened the door, and we kneeled down, and we said a prayer. And then the Mayan was there with this wet leaf. He's, like, dumping it in the water bucket, <laughs> like, hitting us with this leaf to, like, and the it water feels so, so good because you've been so. so hot. So now you just have cool water and... Beautiful Carolina walks up with her watermelon water that oh, she's that made so us nice. in our little clay cups. And it was so beautiful. But that moment of success, if you will, like when we walked out, it really gave me the power of we can do hard things. We can mm -hmm. do things that are outside of our normal. We can shift. We can adapt. Mm -hmm. We can adapt to the dark. We can adapt to yeah. the light. We can adapt to the hot. We can adapt to the cold. And we can stay centered in that place through all of that. And it's so important as we're leading the mission, we're leading the world, we're raising the vibration of the planet, that we know that. That yeah. we know that we're divinely supported, we are divinely guided, we are divinely protected. And that was my biggest takeaway from Mexico is I'm like, sister, you can absolutely do hard things mm -hmm. and you can do hard things, especially when you're in the right circle. Yeah. Right? And that what was super, super powerful. So you guys, we would love to have you out at one of our retreats, one of our events. We do them by now across the world and we're going to continue to push this mission out across the world and to create a safe space, not where we tell you how to feel or tell you how to heal or any of that, but we, we just create a safe space for you to connect with Source for what that looks like for you, to know that you are supported, you are loved, and we are here to guide through what this process looks like. We're here to show, not tell, yeah. right? And to be a part of locking arms with you, hugging your neck, kissing your face, whatever we need to do, moving energy around, playing the sound bowls. Mm -hmm. We're here to do that with you guys, male and female in Mexico. Our ladies retreat, we're excited about spending, we're gonna be there two nights or three nights? Three. Two nights, three days. Um, correct. Yes. Right. That's correct. two nights, yes. three days um, in Salina, Texas at a beautiful facility. And then tonight I'm pumped for, I, I think we had like 50 total people, 50 total tickets. Yeah. So it'll be fun to see how many of those people are able to make it with us tonight. Um, and to bring these modalities to our own backyard is super exciting. And what's wild about the yoga retreat at the park tonight and the sound bowls was we had made a post. I think it was you or me. One of us you had did. made a post. Okay, I made a post. And we were looking for others that enjoyed yoga and meditation as much as we do at CEOAF. So, like, if you're on our page and you enjoy it, that's something that you enjoy diving into. Or maybe you're curious and interested in, in learning more about it and why we found such a passion for it. Like, drop a comment in the comments below, right? It would have, Beginner intermediate experience whatever you want to say below i want to know you in this journey of my life and i would love to go through this section together with you and so sure enough everybody's in there i'm a beginner i'm this i've been doing it for a while i need to do it more i love it i feel so great when i do it right so not even seven days it was quick later we said you know what let's do yoga and 
And Kimba said, now bring my sound bowls into a meditation. <laughs> and I'm like, after this Mexico retreat with the sound bowls and everything, I'm like, oh, and we'll do it at the Eagle Mountain State Park and watch the sunset. So then you got all these things. Yeah. And then Mercedes is like, I don't know if I can make it. Actually, I'm coming with my daughter. So we all just, and then we just start sharing it with people in our community um, and outside of our community. Because the yeah. truth is, is if you want to travel all the way to DFW from wherever you're coming from for this one event, man, we would love to have In you. fact, it will be worth the time. It will. Oh, always is. Worth it. Always and worth I'll be it. live tonight, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, TikTok. So if you can't make it, and it's if you short can join notice. us virtually, that would be super great. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we'd love to see that. All right, guys. Well, as usual, we appreciate you spending a few minutes on the Becoming CEO AF podcast with us. If you got anything from this and you want to help us be part of the ripple effect that never ends when spreading God's love and agape across the entire world, do us a favor, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button, leave a little comment, show your love, all the things. It really helps us continue to project out a mission that we're obviously very passionate about and that we feel is divinely guided every step of the way. We truly believe that you all have a place in the mission and you all have a purpose in your life to give to this mission of continuing to raise the vibration of the planet, to get the world to a place where we got a little discombobulated, right? Maybe some of the things that we've been doing for a while don't make sense to do for the future. And it's time to come back to one mind, body, soul, spirit, to reconnect to yourself, to your divinity, and to be able to create a new tomorrow for both yourself, our children, our children's children. I actually looked up, so, and the last thing, we have a new 501c3 that we launched called the Spirit of Agape. And we have another beautiful soul sister in that with us, Kate. And Kate and I are sitting around and we're talking, because it's a big mission, you know what I mean? When you're talking about, hey, ladies, we're about to get together and save the world. Are y'all ready? Like, people got some. <laughs> all of us are like, God, I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't speak for all of us, but I'm like, God, why me? I know Kate felt the same way. Yeah, we're kind of no, like, are you sure I'm the one that you want for this mission? It's a pretty serious one. I'm the wild one. I'm going to say, wrap it up. Let's go. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <clears throat> but when I'm thinking about, like, for perspective, because I think it's easy to sit back and say, I'm not the one. I think it's easy for people to say, okay, Kimba, Man, and Mercedes, you guys carry the mission. The truth is, it's bigger than the three of us. Mm-hmm. It's just bigger than the three of us. And I want everybody to know, when you're thinking about this, right, like, whose responsibility is it to turn the bus around? When we talk about the falling of the vibration of the planet, when we talk about the things that we don't want our kids and our children's children and our children's children's children to still be dealing with. Whose responsibility is it to stand up right now today and to start to turn that bus around? And I'm going, well, people that are 60 and over have been doing these things, right? right? And people that are maybe under 30 or maybe still figuring themselves out and their career out, whatever the case may be. To me, the real, the people that are taking the baton and running the next lap, if you will, or between the ages of 30 and 50 years old, give or take, (laughs) right? And it's our responsibility to heal ourselves so that we can heal others, so that we can heal our nation, so that we can heal the world, so that we continue a better future for the generations that come after us. And I'm grateful to have my place in that. Now that I got over being a little bit nervous about it, I'm grateful for my place in the ecosystem to be doing it along with you sisters, to be doing it along with our TikTok friends, with our Facebook friends, with our YouTube friends. Um, And so regardless of what platform you caught this on, if you heard this message, I truly believe that that was divine. I truly believe that it's because you have a place and a purpose here with us to continue to spread this to your corner of the planet, if you will. And if you feel like you have nothing else to give today, please give a like, please give a share, 
and just help us continue to create that ripple effect that never ends and get this out to the masses as we continue to build a better tomorrow for for ourselves, for our children, for everybody involved. So we will catch you guys on the next episode of Becoming CEO AF. And until then, we love you so much. Love you, babe. Love See you. you guys next time. Love and light. <laughs>